and welcome to The Marketing Guide with me, your host, Sarah O'Mahony. This is the podcast that helps make marketing simple for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Each week, we bring you bite-sized actionable tips, strategies and hacks to help grow your business online. If you're ready to do the work and grow your online presence and you want to stand out in a crowded space, then you're in the right place. Now, let's get going with today's episode. Enjoy the show. Hello there and welcome to another episode of The Marketing Guide. It's me, Laura. Thank you for joining me on today's show. I thought I would do a deep dive into a topic that I get asked a lot about. Um, Mostly when people ask me about it, they're like, how can I do this for my business? What is the best way that I can go about this? Is this something that is attainable for my business? Is it too complicated? Um, Is it something that I can do? And the answer to this question is yes. And what is it? It's how to create a masterclass for your business. So I've talked in previous episodes of the podcast about um, passive income and how to create passive income in your business. And one of those topics was masterclasses. So in episode number 38, I talked about what was passive income, why it's a good idea, what steps you need to get started and my preferred method of earning money while I sleep, uh, which that's essentially what passive income is and 10 ideas for creating passive income within your business then. And I shared different ideas around um, passive income and what that was. On today's episode, then I decided to do a deeper dive into how small businesses can use masterclasses to create more revenue within their business and share the skills and knowledge that they've acquired over the years of running their business. And I know what you're probably saying, oh, my business is not really something that I can teach. So say, for example, you're a boutique owner and you're like, what kind of masterclass can I give? It might be something like how to Uh, create a capsule wardrobe but you also could uh, create a masterclass all around something like how can you um, set up an e-commerce business so it's just replicating and teaching something that you've already mastered and something that you've already done and it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly relating to your business just like in that example that I gave you so in today's episode I'm sharing a lot of information with you Um, it took me a long time to put all this together and I'm probably going to create a masterclass about how to create a masterclass class at some point um, sharing this information. Um, so what you're going to learn in this episode, what the learning outcomes are, is you're going to learn what is a masterclass, elements of a good masterclass. You're going to learn how to tell if teaching a masterclass is right for me. So if you have that question, you're like, I don't really know if this is something that is, you know, right for me. Um, what to teach in your masterclass, setting up the tech for a masterclass and four steps to creating and promoting your masterclass. So a big hurdle for people when it comes to masterclass classes is they don't know how to set up the tech side of it so I'm going to share some tips and some strategies that you can use for that Um, it's not as complicated as what you think so it's a really good episode hope you've got your pen and your paper handy if not um, you might want to come back and have a listen to it again Uh, but you can listen to it on the fly and you're going to gather most of the information without your pen and paper anyway Um, so let's get going with today's episode and before we do I just want to remind you if you want to get a copy of my free ebook which is 30 days of Instagram content ideas just go to lauraomahony.com up at the top of the website you'll see a link click on that and it'll be in your inbox in a matter of moments and if you want to subscribe you can do so on apple android wherever you listen to podcasts um, or you can follow us on spotify and if you have a couple of minutes and you want to leave us a review you can get a shout out on this very podcast for your small business all you have to do is leave your name and your business name when you leave a review if you want the instructions on how to do that it's go to uh, lauraomahony.com for slash review 
all the links are there and I'm going to link everything in the show notes as well. So my surname is spelled O-M-A-H-O-N-Y and it's pronounced as Mahoney if you're listening in the States. If you know somebody that's O'Mahoney or Mahoney, um, that's me. So sometimes people yeah, have sent me DMs in, I can't find the link to your website and that's why they can't spell the name. So M-A-H-O-N-Y dot com, um, LauraOmahoney.com. So go there, you'll find all the information on the podcast, on everything. Um, and it's all there. So let's get going then with uh, today's episode and let's find out what is a masterclass. So a masterclass are classes taught by someone who is an expert in their field or in their particular area. Um, so they've got those particular skills or they've got those particular expertise in that area. So the Collins Dictionary says a masterclass is a lesson where someone who is an expert at something such as dancing or music gives advice to a group of good students. So masterclasses are really like a combination of webinars and online courses. Um, they would be shorter than courses and they would be less interactive than webinars or I have heard of webinars being referred to as masterclasses as well. So it's all kind of interchangeable and I'll get into the details of um, masterclasses and what they are a little bit more in the episode. Um, so the elements of good masterclass. In general, a masterclass uh, should be taught by an expert in their niche. So we just cover that. Um, they need to have done the thing that they are teaching and be good at it as well. So if you're teaching marketing, you can't just be like, I started learning about marketing last week, so I'm going to teach a masterclass. It doesn't work like that. You need to have done the thing, have proven that you've done the thing. So if you're teaching people how to grow 100,000 um, followers on TikTok, well, then you need to have that 100,000 followers um, on TikTok. So just I'm referring to that episode that we did with Aaron Sogi. Um, go listen to that if you haven't listened to it. Really, really good episode. And everybody loves that episode. I'm always getting DMs about it. Even weeks later, I get people still sending me DMs about it. Um, so yeah, it's important that if you're going to um, claim that you're an expert in the thing that you are actually an expert in the thing or you've done it. Um, so the next um, element of a good masterclass is that it focuses in on a single topic. So rather than learning how to master all the elements of Instagram for small business, it would be one small aspect like how to create reels for small businesses or how to get better at golf. It, rather than how to get better at golf, it might be like how to improve your swing or how to do one small thing. Um, and that's what makes a good masterclass is that it focuses in on one single thing rather than than trying to teach you everything. So another element of a good masterclass is that it's served to your ideal customer or your ideal client. So a masterclass is aimed at people who know the basics and they want to focus in on one area or take a deeper dive in a particular area. So someone who has been using Instagram for their small business probably already knows the basics and they want to take a deep dive into a certain topic then like reels or content creation or getting more engagement, something like that. Um, the next element of a good masterclass is that it's taking place over a limited period of time. So masterclass are usually short. They're usually between one and three hours, I found generally um, from the ones that I've taken. It might be spread out over three one-hour classes or three one-hour sessions um, and it can be delivered live or pre-recorded. Uh, students love masterclasses because they're relatively short in comparison to a course and the fact that they're intensive and that you get um, a good result at the end of the masterclass and it's rapid results. It's not just um you know 
spending 12 weeks and at the end of the 12 weeks you haven't made any changes that there's no transformation and people will also pay a premium to get the information as quick as possible because they're busy and time is a major commodity for them and uh, the last element of a good masterclass is that it's seen as high value so students deem masterclasses to be higher quality and more special than an average class so masterclasses have the word master in it and it's really an unwritten promise that you can master a certain topic it makes it seem higher value and in turn it will help you stand out from your competitors as well. So let's move on then to how to tell if teaching a masterclass is right for me. So if you enjoy working with a group and educating people about your topic or your niche, then teaching a masterclass might be right for you. It might be right for you if you like to speak in front of people, if you are knowledgeable and passionate about your topic, if you can guide people to an end result or transformation, you want to forge a deeper connection with your audience, you want to create passive income in your business. You have something valuable to share with your audience. You want to expand your current reach. So you've only so many clients that you can, you know, teach in person. Whereas an online masterclass, you can reach all across the world. And the last one is that you want to build trust with your audience. So you're selling rather than giving free products and you're giving them an end result, which is a transformation as well. So if you answered yes to any of those that you you want to do any of those things, then a masterclass is right for you. So moving on then to what can I teach in my masterclass? So the first thing to figure out what you're going to teach is you're going to start with an outcome and a goal. So the outcome is that students say, for example, this will be an outcome of a course uh, masterclass that you could teach is students can make the perfect cocktail at home. But you need to answer the following questions. What are my audience going to learn in this masterclass? What your learners want to achieve by the end of the masterclass. So what do they want to be able to do? So say if your topic is um, how to create the perfect cocktail at home, they want to be able to create the perfect cocktail at home then. Um, the next question is, what should they do once the masterclass is over? So are you going to upsell to them? Are you going to, you know, provide them with a one-on-one service? Are you going to provide them with an in-person service? What do you want them to do? And how will you measure success of the learning outcome? So when you decide what the learning outcome is, so for uh, how to make the perfect cocktail at home, the learning outcome for that would be that um, you might have four learning outcomes. You're going to be able to understand what equipment you need to get started. You're going to be able to understand all about ice and drinks. You might learn about how to mix the perfect drink for every occasion or the perfect cocktail for every occasion. And then you're going to learn how to make four classic cocktails. So a berry margarita, a Bellini, a Bloody Mary, and uh, I can't think of another one, Sex in the Beach. <laughs> That's my favourite one. Or a Long Island iced tea. I love a Long Island iced tea, but it gets it very, very drunk. Um, so that's what the learning outcomes are. So it's really important to set out the learning outcomes or the objectives because they are going to help the learner understand if they've learned what they set out to learn at the end of the masterclass. Um, and the, when you set out your learning outcomes as well, it's going to be easier to help you set out um, what kind of content you want in it. And the next uh, thing that you need to have is a goal. So this is for you and for your business. So what do you want this masterclass to help you achieve? Um, is it going to help you build your business? Is it help, going to help you deepen connections with your audience? Is it going to help you reach new people? Are you going to want to get more passive income into your business, more money into your business? Um, is it going to help you pitch a product or pitch a service at the end, say coaching, um, a course, a one-on-one, whatever it might be? Um, and then you obviously have a revenue goal as well. So how many classes do you want to sell and how much are you going to sell it for? And a little point on this is that the value of your course is what you sell, the how you set the 
the price. You don't set the price on how long it took you to put together and all that kind of stuff. It's the value and the transformation. That's what you sell. And my best piece of advice on pricing your course or pricing your masterclass is to go and look and see what other similar um masterclasses are in your area and see what people are charging and kind of get a rough idea of where you need to be ballpark. But that doesn't mean that if somebody's charging $157 for their masterclass that you have to charge that. It just kind of gives you a benchmark and you can kind of make your decision based on value as opposed to based on the hours that you've put into it. Um, So let's move on then to setting up the tech for the masterclass masterclass so this is if you're doing a pre-recorded it's not live um canva they have great options for creating slides um if you search for presentations in canva you're going to get loads of options they're already laid out for you and you could actually put together all the content and then you can record yourself presenting the class over that on the app too on the canva app and um, you can then download the video or you can use that as a link to send to the students if you want to keep things really really simple if you're doing pre-recorded um the next option then is straight to camera so if you're doing something like um you're teaching a makeup masterclass, you're obviously not going to be doing slides you might have some slides but you're more than likely going to be teaching your methods on somebody on a model um so you have your phone set up if your sound is not good you can buy a clip-on mic it's called a lavalier uh, mic and um, that will give you a better sound and you can move away then from uh the camera so say for example you're doing a cocktail class or you're doing a makeup class or something like that they're the kind of straight to camera um options and you can do that so you would have maybe bullet points set out of what you want to include um and on lighting, if you go back and listen to that episode with Aaron Sogi, um, he explains all about lighting. It's episode 96 of the Marketing Guide. I will link all of the episodes that I refer to in um, this episode in the show notes. If you are delivering a live, there's different options that you can use. You can use Zoom or Zoom webinars. Zoom webinars is a lot more expensive than Zoom because um, you have the ability to like uh, present the webinar people are on it but um they don't you don't have as much um interruptions you have more kind of control over um the webinar with zoom webinars than you do just with normal zoom um it is more expensive i think it's like 50 dollars a month something like that i've used it in the past and i think regular zoom works fine for me i have a zoom pro account that gives me unlimited time so that works fine uh google meet is a free option that's a good one as well um you can deliver it in facebook groups but bear in mind when you do deliver a masterclass within a facebook group it definitely um, reduces the value of it, the way people see it. People like to see that you've kind of gone to the effort of hosting the masterclass somewhere that's not accessible by everybody, um, especially if they paid for it. And Instagram Live, you can deliver it on live if it's something. And I've done this in the past. I've done masterclasses on live. The only thing with Instagram Live is that people are kind of popping on and off and they're not really giving you a full engagement. Whereas if I find that if you go to the effort of doing it on Zoom or that you've, you're hosting it somewhere that like people have to log into, it's it, there's more of... um. A commitment on their part because it's it's harder for them to show up and when they do show up they're kind of going to more than likely stay around to the end whereas if it's on instagram it's too many distractions there they're on their phone they're somebody else has gone live they're gone into their life you've lost them um 
so that is if you're delivering it live what platforms you can use they're just some of the ones that I have used in the past um, let's talk about accepting payments then for the masterclass so the best option when you're starting out is to keep it simple so during COVID I actually bought a masterclass from a makeup artist and what she did was um, asked you to send a certain word like masterclass or whatever to her DMs I sent it to her DMs she sent me a PayPal just my email address sent me a PayPal invoice for the amount which is like 97 euro or something like that and then she delivered the class over via email. She sent me the link via email to the video, um, which was like a private unlisted uh, video on YouTube, something along the lines of that. Um, so that's a good way of, if you're getting started, it's a really good way. Now, it's not always ideal because you have to be on top of your DMs all the time and you have to get that email out because if somebody's paid you 97 euro for a class you kind of have to get it out to them straight away so you're putting yourself under a lot of pressure when you can actually automate um, this and there is ways of doing that so if you have a website you can host it there you can have a password protected page and they can add the item to their shopping basket so add the masterclass to their shopping cart I've done this in the past as well and what I did is made it a digital product so I use WordPress and WooCommerce I made it a digital product and they just downloaded it PDF and the link was in the PDF and that's that's what I did the instructions were in the PDF um that might be a bit more convoluted and a bit more harder but it's instantly accessible that's the other benefit of that then another option is that you can use platforms like the following so Sendell so I find this really good a lot of people in marketing use this um their tagline is that it's the wise way to sell and deliver your digital goods. Uh, there is a free option and a paid option. I think the paid options are around $29 per month, but don't quote me on that. But just off the top of my head, that's how much it costs. Uh, the free option, they take 5% of your sales, which is quite good. Um, It's not bad. Then there are several others, which are Gumroad, there's Samcart, there's Easy Digital Downloads and Podia. I've used Podia in the past. Um, it's kind of more for if you're really serious about it I think it's $30 a month and you are making that commitment to really um, go all in on digital products on your business Pody is fine if that's the case but if you want to keep things simple I would say go with Sendowl um, it's a really easy way of getting products out there and as I said a lot of people within the marketing industry use it so I know it's good um, so let's move on then to four steps to creating and promoting your masterclass. So the step one is to decide on your topic. So what do you want to teach? What quick wins can you provide for your learner? Remember, it's not about you. It's about what solutions your ideal customer needs right now. So you might say, oh, I'd love to teach people about Instagram Reels, but maybe people don't want to learn about Instagram Reels. Maybe they want to learn about content creation or getting more engagement on Instagram. Um, try to understand and do some research about their struggles and their problems and how it makes them feel. And then you could also ask your audience um, what they want to learn about. So you could do a poll, you could do A, B, C, D option, or you could do A, B, um, completely up to you. Or you could do a question box as well on Instagram, on Instagram stories. I found that works really well and people will tell you exactly what they need. And then you can go and create content around that rather than creating what you think people want. And then nobody actually buys your masterclass because nobody is struggling with that problem. Um, also, what questions have you been getting in your DMs? So what have pe people been asking you about? So say, for example, you're somebody and you are in skincare industry and you're getting DMs all the time about how should I use uh, retinoids or whatever they're called. I don't even know the name of them. I'm so bad at skincare. Um, how do I double cleanse? Whatever it might be. 
have a look at all the questions that you're constantly getting asked in your DMs and say, is there something that I can pull from this? Is there a topic or an idea that I can get from this? So it could be skincare for women in their 40s who want to look younger. It could be something along the lines of that. Um, and lastly, what are you trying to solve? Identify the topic and then break it down into smaller bite-sized lessons. Uh, a good example of somebody who is doing Sella Masterclasses is Laura Horn Art. Um, I will link it in the show notes below. You can go and have a look. She hosts classes on her website. She's an artist and she teaches you how to learn to do um, abstract landscapes and different things like that. But just I thought of her and I was like, I'll pop that in and you can go have a look and see what you think of her offering and how she puts it together. Um, step two then is to name your masterclass. So a few things that uh, a few tips and a few things that I've picked up along the way. The first one is to use a title generator. So you can use titlegenerator.com. I will link that in the show notes below as well. I've talked about it on previous episodes of the podcast. There's also phrase.io and I put in the word uh, making cocktails at home and it gave me these results. Eight tips of making cocktails at home, the ultimate guide to making cocktails and how to make the perfect margarita. So it gives you options. You just put in like a couple of keywords and it gives you loads of different options. I also use copy.ai, the blog title generator. Um, as I said, all the links will be in the show notes. And that gave me five easy steps, how to make the perfect cocktail at home. Then it was making cocktails at home, five tips to ensure you throw the best party ever. And then nine tips for being a badass bartender at home. So they were really good and really easy ways of finding a title for your um, class. So if you know what you want to teach, if it's cocktails at home, you're going to get, you have loads of different ideas. There are hundreds of ideas. Also, storylab.ai, they have a blog title generator as well, but you have to sign up on the website. It gives you like 15 free um, goes on it. Um, So that's my tip for use the title generator is my first tip. My next tip then is to know your audience. So if you don't know who you're targeting, it's going to be hard to come up with the perfect name and you might not also include your target customer in the name um, if you don't know exactly who they are. So for an example, uh, mastering reels for small product-based business owners, that's really targeted at, I know exactly who I'm targeting. I'm targeting small businesses that have products um, and it's making reels for them. Uh, so if you don't know who your ideal customer is, you want to figure that out, you can listen to episode 23. It's step-by-step step to defining your ideal customer avatar. I will link that as well in the show notes. Uh, the next tip is to target keywords and phrases that are SEO friendly. So search engine optimization friendly. So how you get found in Google, basically. So things like, for me, it would be small business owner, it'd be Instagram reels, it'd be reels tips. Um, or if you're the cocktails one, it'd be making cocktails at home, cocktails at home, cocktail tips are at home. Uh, think about what your ideal customer is searching for when it comes to your product. Um, you could also use a keyword research tool. Um, Uber Suggest is a really good one, U-B-E-R-S-U-G-G-E-S-T from Nipatel. Um, you can go and see are your um, keywords that you're using within your title SEO friendly. Um, the next tip is that clarity wins the day. Don't try to be over clever. Just keep it simple. Um, I created a course called Instagram Insiders and realized afterwards that nobody knew what it was. They thought it was about people that worked at Instagram. I should have really named it Instagram Marketing for Beginners or Instagram Marketing for Small Product-Led Businesses, something along the lines of that. Um, I was trying to be too clever and obviously confuse people. And if you confuse, you lose and uh, you don't get the customers. 
So the next tip is to focus on the outcome. So make the perfect cocktails at home. That is the outcome. Learn how to master Instagram reels in just one hour. So it's it's focusing, that's focusing on the outcome, what they get out of the course. So what is the value of the course? What they're buying is actually the transformation. And you're selling people on the benefits that they're going to take from the course um, and how they can put that into practice in their own life. So you could do things like that, focus on like... Um, you know, within a time frame. So it can be create um, a, a more organized home in just three days, you know. So whatever, the, the, that's your your um, your promise of your class, of your masterclass. Um, the last tip then is to make it memorable. If it's too long or too complicated, people won't remember it. Or if it's too confusing, people won't remember it. Um, if you'd like to make it onto the front page of Google, remember that you need to keep it limited to 65 characters. Otherwise, you're going to get cut off um, if it's on there or you're going to mark it on YouTube. It's the same kind of thing. Um, let's move on then to step number three, which is content creation. So once you've decided on your topic and your name, you're going to start creating the content. So the first step in that is planning. So I like to start with the title and the outcome and then break it down into topics and subtopics. So I do the three by three methods. I actually get nine posteds and I break it down into three different topics, uh, subtopics that I can teach. And then I have three lessons or three outcomes for each of those. And I just find that's a really good way to start. You can also do like um, a five by three method, whatever it's completely down to you how many steps you think people are going to need to go from a to um a to b a to d a to e whatever it is um but i find three by three is a good way to start and then i can add in um stuff as i go there's lots of different ways that you can do this the posted method works really well for me so i just get loads of different posted's and i can move them around then as i need to but you can also use um, methods like Asana or Trello, which they're very similar to a spreadsheet. Um, or you can just do pen and paper and get a joint notepad and mark it out that way as well. I like to do that. I think I'm a real pen and paper. And then I like to move it over into Asana when I have everything kind of in my head, kind of my outline put out. Um, then move on to the creating stage, which is I oh, like to use Canva. And you can include the following slides in your masterclass. So these are standard kind of industry-wide, within the marketing world anyway, um, slides that I've seen people using. And I've just made a list of these so that it's easy for you then to put together your slides. So what the learning outcome is, that's going to be one slide. Then stay with me onto the end. So you're going to incentivize them to stay with you onto the end. So maybe you're offering a chance for somebody to win like a gift card, or maybe you're offering them a chance to win a free masterclass masterclass uh, or a course or whatever it might be or you're offering them a chance to win a free template back whatever it is you're going to incentivize them to stay onto the end because you want them to um, watch the whole masterclass all the way through because if they don't watch it all the way through they're not going to get that learning outcome from it um you're going to have um a time-based slide then you're going to let them know how the course is structured so is it over three different hours and is it three different classes and what dates are they to be delivered or can they get access to them all at once um how long is say introduction the course material is there an opportunity for questions and answers at the end if it's live all that kind of stuff they're important pieces of information that people need to know um you're going to ask on the next slide then to eliminate all distractions so you're going to ask them to close the tabs on their computer turn off their phone all that kind of stuff because you want their phone 
full attention because you want them to get the most out of it as well. Um, you are in the right place if. So this slide is if you struggle with X, Y, Z, you're just going to reaffirm to them that they've made a right choice by picking your masterclass because they're struggling with whatever the problem are, uh, is that they are struggling with. Um, you're going to introduce yourself and show your authority why they should listen to you. So why are you an expert in your field? Have you been doing it for 20 years? Have you been um, awarded certain awards? Have you got, you know, um, been shouted out on a certain podcast? Are you have you been featured in Forbes whatever it might be you're going to deliver the content then on the next slides and at the end then you're going to have a call to action so what you want them to do next do you want them to sign up to the one-on-one whatever it is and it's important to think about that when you're putting together the content for your course what is next and what do you want to be next um are there more products that you're bringing out along the line do you want them to sign up to an exclusive email list where they get um access to that before anybody else what is the thing that you want to do next um also you need to decide if you're going to include any workbooks or templates uh, to go with the class it could be really simple something as easy as a checklist which you could make in um a spreadsheet or it could be something you make in canva something really really simple and really easy it don't, you don't have to overcomplicate it step four then is marketing your class so you've completed all your class you've put it all together you've recorded it in canva or wherever you're recording it or you're delivering it live um before you deliver it live you want to market your class to get as many people to sign up to the class as possible so you're going to have a sales page on your website some advice for you to put together a good sales page is if you google it sales page if you put it into google um or into youtube you'll find loads of ways to put together there's a whole formula on how to put together sales pages on your website um you can also pre-sell it so if you know that people are interested and that they're signed up and that they'll buy anything that you really put out because they really trust you and they are a big fan of yours then you could pre-sell it but make sure you give them the date of when you're actually launching it and not say oh well I changed my mind I'm not actually going to launch it in April even though I said I was and that's shady as F so don't do that but you can pre-sell it as long as you've made the commitment to create the class within the next six weeks eight weeks whatever it might be um you might want to include a lead magnet to get more people interested in the course and signed up to the course so this could be one that you've already created within the course that you're going to offer for free um so to attract the right leads for your masterclass you need to have that lead magnet that aligns with their interests but also what you're going to teach them and what value you're offering them within the class so it just gives them a little peek a little glimpse into what they're going to get from that masterclass um on episode 19 of the marketing guide how to create a lead magnet for your business and build your email list I have um, gone through how you can easily create a lead magnet. So all that is there for you already. Um, the next way to promote is to announce your masterclass to your existing audience. So if you've got an audience on social media, you've got people signed up to your newsletter, you've got a YouTube channel, whatever, wherever you have an audience, you need to let those people know that you're bringing out a masterclass. Um, you can also run Facebook ads to your lead magnet or Facebook ads um, about your your uh, masterclass. Um if I say course as well at any point, know that I mean masterclass, unless I'm talking about a course. 
I know that's so confusing, but I, I've just realized that I've said course several times when I mean masterclass. Um, create stories on Instagram and encourage people to sign up using the poll feature. I've talked about that in previous episodes of the podcast. Go live if you've got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and talk about the transformation, the outcomes and the benefits that your masterclass offers. Um, also build hype for the class online. I've talked about this in episode seven, planning the perfect launch. Um, share success stories from clients who have you you've helped through a transformation and if you don't have people that have done this masterclass before you might offer it out to three people within your industry or three people that you think would be a good representation of your ideal customer and you can ask them um to you know do the masterclass in exchange for a testimonial and that you can put their picture on their website and social media uh if you've got a, bo- a blog not a blog if you've got a blog promoted there um add it in a link in your email signature as well so Email signatures are so underrated and people don't use them enough. But if you are sending out emails all day long, every day, have it in your email signature because you never know who might be interested in it and spot it and see it. Um, if you have an opportunity, go and get interviewed on podcasts um, with listeners who are going to be your ideal clients. And you can also put a post on your Instagram and pin that post as well on your profile so that people are going to see it. If you want to see good examples of masterclasses, you can go to masterclass.com. They have actually like completely revolutionized the whole masterclass industry. They've got all these famous people like um, Chris Kardashian. They've got Gordon Ramsay, all the best of the best. And creating these small little mini masterclasses. And you can go and see how they're structuring the masterclass, what the learning outcomes, all that kind of stuff. So that's a good place to go and have a look and see. Um, So... What were the learning outcomes of this episode? See what I did there. Um, what is a masterclass? Elements of a good masterclass. We learned how to teach, how to tell if teaching a masterclass is right for you. We learned what to teach in your masterclass. We learned setting up the tech, and we learned four steps to creating and promoting your masterclass. So it was a lot in that episode. I know. Don't come at me, but I'm just trying to give you as much information as possible to get you going on your masterclass journey. I'm more than likely going to create something around this, um, a visual uh, element of this, because I think it's a really good episode and I think that people will get a lot of value from it. If it's something you're interested in, pop me a DM and just say masterclass. And I know then to go and create a visual element of this for you as well. So don't forget to subscribe so you get a notification when we release a new episode every week. And if you can leave a review, that would absolutely make my day. I'd love it if you could go do that. It's lauramandy.com forward slash review. The links are there. You can do Apple, Android and Spotify as well. Um, and it really does help us know that people are listening to the podcast, that they're what we're putting out is of value and that you want us to create more content like this. So the best way that you could say thanks for all the free information and everything that we put out is to do that. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's at lauraomahony.com and we would love a shout out on your stories as well. If you want to screenshot wherever you're listening to this, um, put it out in your stories and let people know that you thought the episode was good or what you what you took from the episode, what was your one learning outcome from uh, this episode. And I'd love to here if you're going to create a masterclass um, I want to know because I'm nosy like that <laughs> so pop me a link and let me know that you're on the way to creating your own masterclass um, because you listened to this episode so that's it from me I hope you have a great week ahead and I'll see you in the next episode